Great day, amazing humans. Yes! Welcome to Thriving Thursday on the Empowered in My Skin podcast. Are you ready to be inspired by chewable-sized episodes? Well, I think you are. So let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes! Welcome to another episode of Thriving Thursday, and I'm here with Madame Mamone. Yes, girl, bring it in, bring it in. (laughs) Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, Box by Popular Demand. We have someone here today that you've heard from just recently, and please help us put your hands together and your voices for Unstoppable. Tracy! Hello, my unstoppable, powerful leader friend. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back by popular demand. Yes. Gabby, what's on on the topic today? You know, we are all about thriving. And for those that maybe missed last uh, the last session with Tracy, Tracy is a four-way amputee. Have I have I said that correctly, Tracy? Yes. Yes. Although what's okay. interesting is not amputated. I was born this way. Right. My arms and legs did not grow past the elbows and knees. I did not right. know that. Yep. Congenital. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. And so with that, you've had to embrace possibilities through your life, mm-hmm. right? And be open to new ways of thinking and doing things and maybe letting go of things that maybe different people do differently than maybe you do or can do. And so we really wanted you back because you're so motivating and you truly have the ability to help people thrive in their skin, which is what this podcast is about. So we wanted to chat with you about embracing possibility, Tracy. <laughs> on our yeah. last on our last show with you, you rhymed off a whole bunch of uh, like accomplishments, things that you've actually gone over and achieved, and uh, and I can only imagine, especially now that I really understand a little bit more that you know if you're born yeah. this way, then all you know is, is how to sort of think about how to make it possible. You know? Yes. Yeah. So what are have you come up with techniques or tactics that people can do to embrace possibility? <laughs> Absolutely. You yeah. know, for example, I'll, I'll start with like lived experience when I wanted to do downhill skiing mm-hmm. and, and showing up at it's now what's so great. The para sport of downhill skiing has really come a long way. Mm-hmm. And at early on when I was starting to downhill ski, you know, there was a sit ski, mm-hmm. which is like a chair on skis and there's crutches with skis on the end called outriggers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because I don't have my, my hands, the outriggers uh, didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm on this sit ski and I just wipe out and, and I wear artificial legs uh, on both legs. And although my legs end above knees, I do have these artificial legs that were great on regular terrain, but you put me on a downhill slope and the knees bend and I have no control over the knees mm-hmm. and I just collapse on the hill. And so like embracing this possibility, it still was very clear to me that I was going to ski. Okay. And, and, you know, for a lot of our listeners, there's tasks you want to take on and you have no 
idea how you're going to do it, right? And we had no idea how I was going to ski. And so it was showing up knowing mm. I was going to ski. Okay. Well, and, you know, is, I wasn't is it gonna... to lock your brain into what it is that you want to accomplish? Yeah, you lock it in and you show up. And, you know, I wasn't going to figure out how to ski sitting on my couch at home. Right. There was no Googling, no arms, no legs, let's go ski. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't an option. And so you show up and, and then I remember like many, many tries and then sitting one day in a, in the lunchroom and I've got my legs off to sit in the sit ski that we had tried and didn't work. And my ski instructor was a gigantic fella mm-hmm. and he had huge feet. <laughs> and remember I was a little younger than I am now. And I kind of inappropriately was thinking, his feet are so huge (laughs) that my thighs could fit in his boots. (laughs) And I got a light bulb, right? My thighs could fit in In his his boots. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Look how you just tied that full circle. Oh, my God. You guys probably thought, oh, Tracy Tangent, there she goes, right? (laughs) So that's what we did. We put my thighs in men's ski boots, like extra large boots in my tiny little thighs, and we used snow blades, tumble tips, so that it didn't matter. Uh, Both ends were were available. And the reason that's relevant right now is we got out there, we got myself in the boots, and because I am knees to skis. Remember, yeah, I don't knees, have yeah, knees. knees uh-huh. yeah. And ski boots are pitched. They're angled for non-skiers out there. So I was pitched forward, whereas skiers are more of a duck squat position. Yes. So I wiped out again. Okay. So what we did is then we put my thighs in men's ski boots backwards. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's and and remember I have no toes, right? So it doesn't the toes part of the boots are empty. It's just my round stumps in the thighs of the or my thighs in men's ski boots. So I was skiing in men's ski boots backwards. Wow. (laughs) And and I tell you, it took off. And and I now I ski double black diamonds without much fear. I won't say no fear. <laughs> and uh, became a bronze medalist downhill skiing. Wow. And you know, in the, I, in I the Olympics? Is, uh, no, oh. I made it to the national level. So wow, that's incredible. And wow. and what's interesting, and I think this happens for a lot. So. So you might not know how you become an entrepreneur or a single mom or enter into divorce or, you know, reinvent yourself. Mm -hmm. And there's so many pieces where we just don't know how. And it sounds like I'm placating you when I say, just do it. Even when you don't know how, just get started. There's something that I heard that's so powerful. The how is actually none of your business. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tell me more about that. That's uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people are like, I want to do this, but I don't know how. And they're like, make the decision. Yeah. And the how is none of your business. 
Yeah. If you allow <laughs> life to guide you and you pay attention and you I, like the one thing from your story that really like I took and I'm like, Inc., you got to apply that to your life now is just lock into the decision. Yep. That's yeah. the only thing you need total assurance about. And I know yeah. the last time we spoke to you, we spoke about uncertainty. Yeah. And for me, one of the one of the things I've always said in those moments when I'm feeling uncertain, the mm-hmm. best thing to do is step into certainty. And it's just yes. this practice that I have. When you're feeling uncertain, you get all this angst and anxiety and all this any other. So I start asking my things. I start asking myself things that I'm actually certain about. Like, what's your mm-hmm. name? What's your birth date? Like, those are things that uh, nobody, no uh, matter, somebody cannot come and tell you that September 9th is my birthday. I'd be like, no, it's September 8th, you know? Yeah, and if yeah, you try yeah. to move me, you're not going to be able to move me because September 8th is my birthday and I'm locked into that conviction. And so when you yeah. said that, that was it. Nothing was moving you. No, I'm going to ski. That was it. <laughs> and, yep. And you're going to figure out your backwards boots. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not on your radar. Like, like, don't look for it. You, you're not going to find out about your backwards boots until you step into your certainty. Wow. Until you just embrace the possibility you can do it. You embrace the possibility your name is catchy, and you embrace the possibility you are certain your birthday is on this day. Happy belated birthday. And you are certain you can do it. Yeah. You can yeah. do it. You're certain. I love you that. Can, oh, I was about it. to ask you a question that I'm going to remake. Because I was about to ask you, what do you do when you don't know how? Oh, but you don't you need go. to know how. No. Because no, how, how is none of your, your business. Of your business. Yeah. You don't need to know yeah. how. No. You really need yeah. to simply embrace it. Don't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. When you don't know how, you embrace the possibility. You can do it. And you're going to find your backwards boot solutions, but wow. not on the couch, right? You've got to get out there, get started. Just get started. And yeah, sometimes, you know, to, to anyone that's sitting there, well, how do I get started? Like I think about you, some of the things that you rhymed off. If it's a new business, get in front of a computer and just yeah. Google how to start a business. Or if it's a divorce, get in front of a computer and Google divorce coach. You know what I mean? Like, there's somebody out there who's either done it before or is willing to help you figure it out. Yep. Yep. I have to ask you, um, is there anything that to this day still eludes you? Before COVID, my plan was to go to the North Pole and be, there is a man with a disability that's been to the authentic North Pole with arms and legs, so paralysis. And so I want to be the first female to go to the North Pole. I am very lucky to have spoken in over 40 countries mm-hmm. you know, and had some, some great uh, travels. And in those travels, I met some people that go to the North Pole from Russia, actually, uh, surprising times with everything that's going on right now in Ukraine, but some very close Russian friends uh, that I want to go to the North Pole with. Wow. And uh, they, they do not advocate everything that's going on. And, and I do think we need to look at every individual as an individual. So as mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. missing my arms and legs, being born this way, I can do anything. I have not acquired a disability. I do not have a learning curve with my disability. I am more powerful than your people yeah. with arms and legs because mm-hmm. I have learned to make it work and do whatever it takes, and that every one of you can do that. 
But, uh-huh. uh, and, and so it's true also for my Russian friends. Look at them as individuals, and they are yes. also mm-hmm. not all bad people. Right, of course. What advice, Tracy, would you give to someone who is very fearful of making the wrong choice? So it makes me think of when I was being bullied, you know, and really fearful of of making the wrong choice and getting deeper into trouble. And I remember being on a lawn and I was crying and my mom opened the door and she's like, what's wrong? Uh, and I said, you know, I, I was waving at some kids and, and there was gravel between our driveways. They were on a grass lawn. I was on a grass lawn. It was a big hill. And, yeah. and I was waving them, come play over here. Because with my legs off, I couldn't walk across the gravel driveway. And, and the kids said, don't talk to her. She's weird. And a bunch of nasty stuff. And uh, I told my mom. And my mom, she kind of, she looked at me and she said, how's that working for you? Uh, and she shut the door. Uh, and at first I thought, my mom's so mean, you know, and now I'm really crying. <laughs> and, and then, you know, and then I realized she's not so mean. I, and I got, and I realized it's like, okay, I have every right to be crying because they were being mean and I could be crying and do nothing about it. Yeah. Or I could cry and then do something about it. <laughs> and I looked around and on, on the bottom of my very steep front lawn, uh, there was a skateboard on the, on the road. And, and I, I, so remember, I don't have my legs on and, and missing my arms. And I, so I rolled down my front lawn and I sat on the skateboard because I'm missing my legs, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm missing my left arm above my elbow, but I do have one long arm. I don't have a hand, but I do have a longer arm. So I took my one arm with a, a bit of an elbow sort and I propelled myself <laughs> sitting on this skateboard over to the other lawn, right? I avoided the gravel driveway. And then I rolled up this front lawn with these kids. <laughs> and these kids are all looking at me with the biggest, widest saucer eyes. And, you know, as a kid, I made that mean it was because uh, I was in the face of the bully, right? The bully said, no way. And I showed up anyway. But mm-hmm. now in reflection, I suspect they might not have seen a girl with no arms, no legs roll up their front lawn before. <laughs> 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 so I got up there like all excited, enthusiastic beginner with this idea. But now I'm faced with these 12 kids all looking at me. And you know, in a car accident, how in movies, they sort of show it going in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of a sudden, I could see the bully's mouth start to open in slow motion. Mm -hmm. And I realized if I don't say something now, I'm going to be going back downhill from here. And so I didn't know what to say. I'm a young girl. So I said the only thing that came to mind, which is very true to what Ketchy just said. I just took a deep breath. I sat up as, as tall as I could, right? I'm sitting on the grass with no legs. So I put my shoulders as high as I could, deep breath. And I, and I looked them all in the eyes, all 12 of them. And I put on a smile, a fake smile, 
I was mm. scared out of my mind. My stomach was in knots, but I put on a smile and I just said, hi, I'm Tracy. <laughs> That's all, right? Place of certainty. Hi, I'm Tracy. Can I play? And I didn't get off that easy, right? The, uh, but I did catch the bully off guard, right? Yeah. He wasn't expecting me to be bold and brash enough to say, can I play? Yeah. So then he was like, the new kid's always it, right? And and I did not know how I'm going to play tag and hide and seek, <laughs> right? No arms, no legs. I don't know how. <laughs> but I also know if I say, well, can we play a different game? Because I can't play this running around one that you're doing, right? Like they would say, no, right? This is So even though I didn't know how, I just said, okay. And, you know, none of the kids ran off the grass lawn. Nobody ran onto the gravel driveway. And so because we were on the grass, I could roll around the grass and on my knees. I could easily run on my knees on the grass, and I got to play. Wow. Wow. I have taken us way off of your question. No, but it was really good. But your question is, was like, so what do you do when you don't know how? What do you do? What do you remember? Yeah. What your question was? Yeah, yeah. It's basically, what do you do when you don't know how? If someone's in that place of uncertainty, yes. You take a deep breath and you say yeah. hi. I'm and you say hi. hi. And you My make eye is. contact. My name yeah. is. And many years later, I got off an elevator at Air Canada after Canadian Airlines and Air Canada had been forced to merge, and there were twelve unions in the room. Uh, because we hadn't fully merged yet and it, we were forming a new employee assistance program and we had seven unions from the, I believe it was the Canadian Airlines side of things and we had five unions from the Air Canada side of things and 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 11 of them were men and one woman but all 12 of them were in suits and when I got off the elevator I heard somebody say oh boy this is going to be a waste of time and so, of course, the first mistake was I made that mean about me. Mm. It may or may not have had anything to do with me, right? But that's what I made it mean. But I was, like, right back to that little eight-year-old on the grass lawn again. And I did the same thing. I took a deep breath. I made myself feel as tall as I could. And I said, hello, my name is Tracy. Shall we get started? Right? And just confidently go in there scared out of my mind. And we knocked it out of the park together, all of us, and and having a great employee assistance program. So so that's what you do, right? You just get started. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We wish we had more time with you. With Thriving Thursdays, you know, we keep everything bite-sized, but there's nothing bite-sized about you. Nothing. She's unstoppable. She's larger than life. And she's oh, back, yeah. and I love it. And, Tracy, thank you so much for saying yes to another episode. Um, you did not disappoint in this one either. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And uh, lots of great lessons to learn from. And, yeah. uh, oh, one, I just, I have to, I have to ask. So one parting call to action. One parting call to action. Well, you know, last episode, the big piece was no excuses. Mm. Yes. You get to have no limits, mm. right. you know? 
I say disarm, right? I'm missing my arm. Disarm. <laughs> You're limiting. You know, I spell limiting with a B. I'm missing my limbs. Yeah. Mm. I was born limb Limitless. Yeah. I was born limitless. And that's a secret if you don't see me on the podcast. But the bigger secret is all of you were born limitless too. We are all born limitless. Disarm your limiting beliefs. You are unstoppable. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Disarm your limiting beliefs. You are unstoppable. Yes. That is the way we end this episode. And Gabby, you know what? With that, I say, you know what? I say we're out. So there you have it. I hope you are thriving and feeling empowered and thoroughly enjoyed this episode. And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you think can benefit from the tips that were delivered. As Tom Bilyeu says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been awesome sharing energy with you. It's your girl, and I'm out.